So ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of ZGN Talks. And today we will be talking about the three things that we wish we knew before hitting our first 10K per month profit mark back in the summer of 2019. Now, before we go ahead and dive into the video, please go ahead and hit the like button and turn on post notifications. It really helps us expand our reach of this video and more people are able to see it. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and just discuss how we hit that 10K a month before discussing the three things. So let me fix the mic. But pretty much, I yeah, how it went is we had two Amazon stores and our consultation service. So first Amazon store ended up doing 3.5K profit. The other one did 4K profit. Mm -hmm. And then our consultation service, which is a mix of Amazon and credit, did a bit over 3K profit that month. And overall, it was a bit over 10K, closer to 11, but we'll just keep it at 10K for SEO purposes. Yes, Luca got that SEO. <laughs> But pretty much the first thing that I'd say that we wish we knew is finding people that know what they're doing, if you want to dive into that. Yeah, so, you know, you we talk about this and we debate this amongst ourselves, like what really led to, you know, where we are today. And like Mitch said, a lot of it has to do with the people you know. Like, there's not really a secret per se, but the secret, if I could say, if there's any, is, you know, knowing the right people, whether that's knowing who to work with, knowing to get advice from, knowing who to hang around with. And, you know, the first example that Mitch wants to pretty much want me to say is uh, imagine you're a business gym owner in Los Angeles. Now you want to open up a gym, obviously not going to ask your competitor who's like in the same mile radius because you know, they wouldn't really want to help you out. But say you want to open a gym in LA. So you go travel to San Francisco and you ask gym owner there, Oh, like, what do you recommend? I'm getting to the gym business. I'm not going to be a competitor. I'm in LA. What mistakes should I avoid that you made? And you know, that's one way that you can, that you can really, really propel your business and really get to that 10 K a month mark. Because when you figure out the mistakes that other people made on the same exact path, you can reverse engineer their exact same, Oh, hit that. You can reverse engineer their exact same progress and just improve upon it. And then that's how you can find, you know, get a little launch pad into your initial success. And that's essentially what we did with Amazon. Mm -hmm. So at first, when we first started in business, how we kind of went along these businesses or building our first online business is kind of trial and error. And with trial and error, you'll lose a lot of time. You'll lose a lot of money. It's still good because you get a sense of what business is like. You figure out that, oh, the road 99% of the time won't be smooth. And learn the hard way. <laughs> and then we'd go on YouTube. We'd watch videos and people would constantly try to sell us at the end of these videos. Yeah. So you know how that ended up going. And at the end of the day, uh, people will provide free value on YouTube. But a problem that I found is the value is really vague and all they're trying to do is upsell you to their course, which is in the description below. Guys, don't fall for stuff like that. Yeah. That is why a lot of people give quote unquote free value on YouTube, you know, learn to see through it. Yeah. But we ended up networking a lot on Instagram and we ended up coming across about multiple people that when it came to Amazon, they've built multiple successful stores. and. What I've learned is if you want to get help from people, you need to offer them value first. So yeah. examples that we would do is, you know, offer, for example, to, for example, work for them, help manage their store, help them build a website for their company, just offer them value. And in return, they would help you out. And that keeps it a fair trade. Yeah. Like we've had a couple of DM conversations with people that are on Instagram that are a lot that were much bigger sales than us at the time. And most of them still are yeah. quite frankly. I actually remember when yeah. our eBay business was doing well and we saw someone doing well with Amazon, we're like, we'll show you what you were doing with eBay for free. Show us what you're doing with Amazon. It's knowledge trade. And just like that, we got another stream of income. That person got another stream of income and it was a good couple K per month profit. Yeah, everyone just them. walked away being a winner. Exactly. So 
you really want to find someone that's already doing something that you want to do and someone that's already good at it, get in touch with them, see what kind of value they could, or say what kind of value that you could provide them. And then go ahead and learn from these people. Because if you constantly either rely off free value on YouTube or you rely off your own trial and error, you will lose a lot of time, money, and you may potentially never really acquire the right information. Now, there are a lot of people that end up making it through trial and error, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm personally that someone rather... I'd rather pay money to save a bunch of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that can be in a way of you know traveling and asking people, hey, uh, how do you how does how does your business work? What it, it's what have you what problems have you encountered? What can I avoid? Or that's you know paying someone for you know consulting, etc. Exactly. Yeah. So going into the second thing that we wish we learned, and that is, guys, you hear this all the time, but surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah, and you know this really doesn't have to pertain to business. It's more about you know who you surround yourself with and the mentality. It's the mindset. It's a mindset, bro. It's it's, mindset. it's the. It's the uh, the mentality of the people you surround yourself with, and you know Mitch and I are really strong believers. Is if you surround if you surround yourself with a bunch of losers, quite frankly, you're gonna end up like a loser. You know what I mean? Like you are who you surround yourself with, and you know, going back to it's they don't even have to be in business. For instance, Mitch and I have a lot of great friends. You know, Eddie, we love you. Um, for, give you an example. Um, but Eddie, for instance, is you know he's a pre med student. This guy studies twelve hours a day, and you know while he not, may not be in business, Mitch and I love hanging out with him because he's driven. And while he may not be in the business, he's extremely driven, he's extremely passionate, and he knows what he wants to do. And the people you hang out with don't necessarily have to be in the business, but they have to be good at what they do and they have to be passionate. Yeah, that's kind of a similarity Similarity I learned because if we only isolated ourselves to people that run a business, hmm. then that would make things much harder. But what I've noticed is many of our friends don't necessarily need to be in business, but they have a similar mindset to us and uh, in a sense, a similar goal towards which they're headed. And what I've also noticed that is interesting is a lot of us, a lot of people that we make good friends with, they come from a similar background as us. Meaning, again, for example, there's someone who's, they weren't born into like a really, really powerful financial situation. There's someone that they want to make it. They want to be able to support their parents, make mm -hmm. their parents proud along with, you know, making it for themselves. And a lot of our friends, while some, yes, they're in business, they like, for example, Hakeem, we have a great friend again. He helps yep. us a lot. He works mm -hmm. super hard. He helps his family out. It's people that want to get to the same point, say as us, but they have a different way of going about it, which is completely fine. Yeah. It's like the same mindset, same philosophy, same drive. I like we completely respect people that do that. Just if you do in your own application, yeah. If you constantly, it. if you constantly <laughs> hang out with people that want to go out, you know, eat junk food, kind of live, do that, you're going to get sucked into it. But if you hang out with a group of people that wants to, you know, better themselves, learn, absorb information, you know, build businesses, when you're constantly around them, that's all your mind is thinking, and that is what your mind pretty much convinces you. Okay, this is going to be my everyday life now. I don't have time to go out. This is what I need to do. And you enjoy doing it because you're doing with people that you get along with and the people around you. Uh, that Because us humans, we're social creatures. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that sometimes struggle because they're not really able to find a group of people on the same path as them. So, like, personally, I'm super fortunate for the group around me at the moment. Like, yep we've known each other for a while who knew that we'd be 10 building, to 11 years who knew we'd be building <laughs> businesses together but aside from that being able to play sports you know have fun travel just everything because what i've learned is the people group of people that you're around you want to be able to not just do one thing you don't want to just limit yourself to doing one thing with them but i also do believe that each person has their own season and sometimes the season does end but for the people you're really close with it's a long lasting thing 
yeah so at the end of the day it just really comes down with like you don't have to be in the business we have a lot of friends aren't in the business it's just about having the same drive and philosophy and just if you want to apply it to something else by all means i completely respect that exactly now going into the third thing which we've discussed this in previous videos but there are three pillars in business yep. and one of them pretty much consists of say there are three components of a business if you want to dive into that yes think of it as like <laughs> three pillars that hold up a house there's finance there's operations and there's marketing and sales and there's also legal but you know that's not part of like actually running a business for most companies and it usually comes later so i don't like to include legal but there's pretty much there's finance operations marketing and sales and to really grow a business you need one you need one of each of these pillars to, you need all these pillars to be extremely extremely strong for just i'm more of a finance guy and which is more of a marketing and sales guys now we don't really have an operations person but what we do is we hire people out to do that for us and you know part of running a successful biz is having all three of these pillars down whether they're you know what that usually means, you have to hire or work with someone who's really good at each of those pillars. For instance, Mitch, like like I just said, Mitch is marketing sales. I'm more finance. We hire people out for operations. We hire a system, figure that all out. Um, but for most businesses, if you don't, if you're missing one of those three pillars, the entire organization falls apart, and you know things just go bad. And Mitch and I have found that through our personal experience, and you know we've seen it firsthand with other people's businesses. Yes. This is an experience that we kind of dealt with many times. When we first started, we went through a few different business partners mm -hmm. and it would always be us two and someone else. We thought it would work out. <clears throat> Excuse me. It never did. And then once we really started understanding business fundamentals, that's when we realized the people that we were having on, they have they have similar skills to us. Mm -hmm. So what was the point? What was the point of giving them equity in the company? What was the point of diminishing our profits if this is stuff we could do ourselves instead of getting someone on and gladly giving them away? giving equity away to them. But if what they're good at is stuff that we're absolutely trash at. Yeah, so I guess it really comes down to have those three pillars down, have have you know finance, operations, marketing, sales, but at the same time, don't have multiple <clears throat> people leading those pillars. Like don't have two marketing sales guys, don't have two finance guys, don't have two operations guys, because all it's gonna lead to is clashing heads exactly. and the whole organization is gonna fall apart. And we've seen that firsthand. Like we've had business partners where we've where we've this this actually is the most common thing. We've we've you know adapted people and brought people in that are really good at sales and marketing. And what happens is they end up clashing heads with you and yet we have to get them out of there because quite frankly, they they're just not as good. I agree because I'm someone that enjoys reading business books. I know you do mm -hmm. too. And you read about these things happening in businesses, big corporations, but then you actually experience it like at a, a small smaller scale, scale where everything's more and connected. You're like, ah, that makes yep sense and now imagine something like that have it happening at a very big scale that could be really traumatic to a business mm. and even though we learned on a new scale that's something that will now we really understand and it's less hurdles now that we'll run into down the road when we get into much more serious businesses such as a startup yeah so i mean like we we're saying don't hire people in the <laughs> same exact task but at the same time you always want to hire like kind of really in that you want to hire people that cover your weaknesses like mitch and i kind of touched on like for instance if if i was a finance guy mitch was an operations guy we, we bring in a marketing sales guy Correct. and you just really really need those three pillars or this the whole table flips over exactly so i guess that covers up the three things so one find someone that knows what they're doing to surround yourself with the right group of people with the same mindset as you that want to achieve something with their life and three is you know have the three pillars of business you know finance operations marketing sales and exactly. don't have multiple people do the same exact thing and lastly obviously these aren't business model specifics to say for example selling on amazon but before you go ahead and actually try to start a business yes you learn from ex experience but you need to really change yourself as a person because if you try to start a business 
and you don't cut out 99% of the people that don't want to really support your path or what you're doing and won't really bring you value in what you're doing, then I don't think you have it built in you to actually go ahead and start a business. Yeah. And, you know, we have a company that we're basing that we're basing off this premise that, you know, a lot of the reasons people fail is because of their environment. Now, I don't want to talk about that too much because that's going to be, you know, down the pretty road. down the road from here. Um, we're starting to plan out a company based off that premise. Exactly. So yeah, guys, go ahead and smash the like button, subscribe, leave a comment of what you thought. If you disagree with us, you know what our Instagrams are down in the description. Feel free to connect and start a conversation with us. Um, we hope you enjoyed this video and we'll see you in the next one. Adios.